Welcome back to our podcast of D.C. Everest Baseball on 93.9thegame.com. You can also find our games in the podcast section at everythingevergreens.com and wsau.com. I'm Chris Conley. The Evergreens are batting here in the top of the third inning with a 5-0 lead. Lane Yedis is out for another inning of work, and here's Brock Babish. Babish was at the plate when the courtesy runner was picked off at first, bringing the second inning to a close. Off-speed pitch drops in for a strike to Babish. Get the feeling that the Evergreens may give everybody a chance to hit if they enjoy the comfortable lead 5-0 and can build on it. This is bounced off the plate. That hit Babish in the batter's box. Foul ball. Rolled out into fair territory, but hit him first. Thank you very much. No balls, two strikes. Like we are getting concierge service in the press box today, which is tremendous. Babish looking to make contact behind 0-2. Here's the pitch, and a two-strike grounder to third. Throw is low, dug out there at first base by Evan Bridgewater, and Babish is just barely retired. Oliver Chaharski, the third baseman, played a tricky hop over there, and his throw was a little bit up the line. Bridgewater at first did a good job keeping his foot on the bag and handling a low throw. That's the first out. It's the first time that Lane Yedis has retired the leadoff hitter. Mitch Danielski singled his first time up. Off-speed pitch bouncer just foul by maybe a foot down the third base line. Ball looked for a moment like it was ticketed to the corner down there in left field. Danielski with a nice line drive single first time up. Lined it over the head of the shortstop into left center. Waiting here, no balls, one strike. Here's Yedis with the leg kick off speed pitcher grounder to short. That one's fielded by Noah Stroming, got him by a couple of steps. So this is a better inning here for Lane Yedis. He gets the first two batters that he faces, and here's Nick Cotter. Nick Cotter. Cotter singled to left his first time up. Bats here with two outs and nobody on. We were supposed to play baseball a week ago today. What a miserable afternoon that turned out to be. And, and kind of glad for the way it worked out. The Evergreens were going to play Spash here at Simon Field. First pitch is on the inside corner, a strike to Cotter. I mean, that was a miserable day. The wind was blowing out a gale to right field. And then it started to rain while the teams were taking infield. And then the thunder and lightning came, so our game never began. Off-speed pitch, and Cotter's way out in front. No balls and two strikes. I mean, what you don't want, I, I think that Spash and Everest are going to be the two teams that are going to compete first and second in the Valley Conference this year. And you don't really want them to play first game of the season, and you don't want them to play in lousy weather either. You'd almost rather those games come later in May, and they're rescheduled for later in May. It's outside, a ball and two strikes. Cotter with two outs and nobody on. Waits, that's bounced off the plate, and just goes foul. Ball had backspin on it. Came out in front of the plate and then rolled into foul territory. Yeah, I'm thinking May 10th and May 14th of the two makeup dates for Everest and Smash. Once here and then once down at beautiful Buchholt Park. 
which I think is my favorite of the Valley. Well, you know, it's not my favorite because we always go down there and lose. Uh, but just for nice places to see and do a game, it's got the Wisconsin River in the backdrop just beyond the outfield fence. It's down low, two balls and two strikes. Got the nice press box and Spash. While they've beaten us a lot over the years, Spash is a very nice host when you go down there. Take good care of you. Very hospitable, just like you would expect wherever you go on the road. Cotter's waiting on a 2-2 pitch, and that's outside. 3-2, and two. Lane Yedis trying to get his first three-up, three-down inning. And Nick Cotter has worked the count full. Hayden Davidowski to hit if Cotter can keep the top of the third going. Payoff pitch coming here, and it is hit to left field. It's a hit. Nick Cotter is two for two. That's a nice at-bat there for Cotter. Cotter battled back to 3-2 and then takes a pitch with two strikes on him and singles to left field. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the Everest dugout and the thinking about high school baseball hitting now, it's not even so much batting average or hits. It's quality at-bats. And Nick Cotter got himself a quality at-bat there. So he's on first base. Hayden Davidowski was hit by a pitch. He's first ball swinging and grounds to second. Colton Abraham over to first, and that's going to bring the inning to an end. It's the first frame where the Evergreens do not score. They leave a runner aboard. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Our score is D.C. Everest 5, Wausau East nothing. Back in a moment, this is Everest Baseball on 93.9thegame.com and everythingevergreens.com. The bottom of the third is on. Walsaw East has 7, 8, and 9 in their batting order to face Nate Langman. I'm Chris Conley. Here you look at the two halves of my scorecard. Well, Walsaw East scorecard has six batters and six Ks. The Evergreens have had a lot of traffic on the bases. I mean, it, it looks like a menu at a Chinese restaurant over on the Everest side there. Lots of numbers and scribbles and five runs in. Everest and East play here again Thursday. If you're coming out to see the boys, 4.30. We'll have the podcast posted. I mean, if you can't get to one of the games and you want to hear it, you can hear it through your phone or through one of the websites. It'll be posted 6.30, 7 o'clock. Right, all games are night games? Right. Wyatt Stahl, the center fielder for East, will take his turn against Nate Langman. Stahl's a lefty. Again, Wausau East yet to put a ball in play against Nate Langman. First pitch, first ball swinging, strike one. I know there are many outs to get. Nate Langman, it does not stretch the imagination at all that he could no hit Wausau East today. Sorry to jinx it. Fly ball to center field. Actually, this is going to stay on the back part of the infield. Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, goes back and makes the catch. 
I mean, just Walsall East doesn't seem to have a lot of players that have the bat speed to make contact with Nate Langman. And then when Nate changes speeds, I mean, then it, it, it's just a guessing game. Here's Evan Bridgewater, the first baseman. It'll be righty on righty with one out and nobody on here in the bottom of the third inning. Pitch there is just a little bit below the knees for ball one. I mean, Nate Langbin's been ahead most of the batters that he's seen, but not all. And has just been able to battle back at will. Swing and a miss. There it is. There's the fastball that Bridgewater just doesn't have the bat speed to, to make contact with. That ball was practically in the catcher's glove, and Bridgewater was still having his bat come around. One ball and one strike. Evergreen's five runs on five hits. Checked his swing there. I think he held up. Appeal to first. Yep, first base umpire saw it the way I did. He did not go. Two balls and one strike. I mean, maybe things change a little bit when Langbin's got to go through the east batting order the second time. Pitch here, fouled off. Two balls and two strikes. And again, Bridgewater's swing, super late. I get it. If I was batting and someone was thrown at that speed, yeah, I, I'd be late too. Nate Langbin gets to 2-2. Two and two. Leg kick coming home, just missed. Three balls and two strikes. And just Bridgewater looks like a batter that's just kind of guessing there. Little bit off the outside corner, close, good pitch. Full count here. Langbin takes a long look in with catcher Nick Cotter. Leg kick coming home. That missed in just about the same spot, just outside, and judged to be ball four. There's Walsaw East's first base runner. It's a walk to Evan Bridgewater. Six strikeouts, one walk, and one pop-out. That's what East has managed here against Nate Langbin. And here's the number nine hitter, Colton Abraham. And you know what? One of the question marks for the Everest team, I mean, you'll just have to see as the season goes on, what's the defense going to be like? Out in front there, foul ball. And of course, with the way Nate Langbin's been pitching here, the defense hasn't mattered all that much. Just not a lot of balls in play against, I mean, here's a kid who's a sophomore and is already as good as any pitcher that the Evergreens have on their roster. What's, what's he going to be like by senior year? Yeah. Welcome to the world of high expectations. Oh, one pitch changes speeds, and that's outside, one and one. I mean, again, this game is just another step in the progression of Nate Langman. As we said earlier in the broadcast, he didn't pitch in any conference games last year. Used him as a non-conference start pitcher, so that takes some of the pressure off when he was a freshman, and, and now you've got to use him to his ability. That's just outside, too. Two balls and one strike. I mean, here in the third inning... Langman's been trying to nibble at that outside corner, and a couple there that could go either way have all been called balls. Two and one now to Colton Abraham. Coming home again. There, made the adjustment, brought it in a little bit, and gets strike two. Two balls and two strikes. And again, with Nate's velocity, if he's going to hit the outside corner black, who's going to be able to hit that? Two and two with a runner on first. Shortens up the leg kick. Off speed. Dropped it in. Strike three. Colton Abraham down on strikes on a pitch that buckled his knees. 
Seventh strikeout for Nate Langman. Two outs. To the top of the east batting order, here's Caden Worth. Worth saw four pitches. Three of them were strikes. Back to the bench he went. And this is a pop-up. Foul territory? No. Fair territory. Third baseman Wyatt Miles makes the catch, and that brings the inning to a close. Well, Nate Langman did allow a base runner. He gave up a walk. He also picks up a seventh strikeout. And Wausau East still has not hit safely in today's game. Three innings complete. It's D.C. Everest 5. Wausau East nothing. back to Simon Field. It's Tuesday afternoon baseball. I'm Chris Conley and we go to the top of the fourth. Again, this was going to be Walsall East home game. Walsall East Field, it is one of the newest fields in the Wisconsin Valley Conference. And just the design and the plan for laying out that field was horrible. It, it, its elevation is below the parking lot. So as the snow melts or as the rain comes, everything runs off the asphalt and in to the areas where the field is. So Wausau East Field has a drainage problem. They tried doing some work on it, tried to, to improve the, the drainage underneath. It's helped a little, but their field is not ready for play. So we're at Simon Field today, even though this is an East home game. And we are right back here on Thursday. So leading off the Evergreens top of the fourth inning is Preston Miller against Lane Yetis. Yetis is out for at least one more inning of work. Yedis is going to come up on his 100 pitch count early because the, the first inning took him a lot. Miller is 0 for 1, bounced into a fielder's choice that ended a four-run first inning for the Evergreens. Evergreens tacked on one more in the second. First pitch is outside, a ball to Preston Miller. And then Yedis faced only four batters, gave up a single but was not scored on in the third inning. So Lane Yedis has gotten a little better as the afternoon has gone on. Pitch there is down low to Miller. Two balls and no strikes. Evergreens with five runs on five hits. They've also benefited from three walks. Two of the walk batters. Now all three of the walk batters have come around to score. And the Lumberjacks also committed an error. That's out of the strike zone to Preston Miller. Three balls and no strikes. See if Miller is taking here. If the Evergreens want a base runner. Come on, it's 5 nothing. Let the kid hit. He is taking, and he takes a strike, three and one. You know, the Evergreens over the years have had pretty good defensive play in center field. See how Miller, the sophomore, does here, and that's a high strike just at the letters. Three balls, two strikes. So Miller's going to be in center field this year and next as well. I would think by senior year they'd probably like to develop Preston Miller into a leadoff hitter. The 3-2 pitch is up high, and the Evergreens have a leadoff walk. Fourth walk of the afternoon for Lane Yedis against one strikeout. Kyler Soppy has walked and singled, and has scored both times he's been aboard. 
You can see why the Evergreens like Sapi as a leadoff hitter. For the young season, he's two for four. Kind of a small strike zone. He stole a couple of bases so far today, and he's got good speed. First pitch is high, ball one. Sapi is looking down at his third base coach. Hit and run on here. Speed on the bases with Preston Miller at first. 1-0 pitch, big lead looking to bunt and bunts it back to the screen. One ball and one strike. I hear that. We're, we're talking off microphone, and I am going to take the under on that bet for sure. How many sacrifice bunts over the court? We, we've had two sacrifice bunts called for so far in this game, and both have been unsuccessful. One pushed foul up the third base line. The runner's going here. Pitches outside. Throw down to second safe. Even though Preston Miller, that was kind of an ugly slide, he belly flopped early. Probably needed to take one more stride towards second base. He's still in under the tag, and Preston Miller is moved to second base on a stolen base. You know, in a more competitive game, I mean, the Evergreens are up 5 nothing here and don't seem to be in a lot of danger. A lot of times the thinking in high school ball is you make the catcher prove that he can throw people out, and if not, you run on them. Hit and run, put the runner in motion, double steal. Pitch here is inside now. Three balls and one strike to Kyler Sapi. I mean, until the catcher demonstrates to me that he can throw people out, I'm stealing second, I'm thinking I'm stealing third, taking an extra base, all of that. 3-1 pitch, bends him inside, ball four. So the fourth inning opens up with two walks. So the stolen base for Preston Miller is kind of irrelevant. Third baseman, Wyatt Miles. Wyatt Miles, left-handed batter. I would not be surprised if Wyatt is asked to put down a sacrifice bunt here. But as we've already figured out, the bunt is a sometimes thing. First and second, yeah, he's looking to bunt and pushes it foul up the third baseline. You know, why, why is this important? Again, it's 5 nothing, and the Evergreens are looking to move a couple more runners into scoring position. But, I mean, what if you're playing Spash and it's a one nothing game and you've got to get somebody into scoring position? These bunts have to get down. And, you know, it's not just the Evergreens that struggle in this part of the game. Um, that's a very common high school problem. This is a bunt, and this is going to be a bunt for a hit. Pushed beyond the first of the third baseman, and now the runner, the lead runner is caught in a rundown and is tagged out. Mm. So there was a bunt for a hit. That was something good. And then Preston Miller, the lead runner, overran third base, caught in the rundown, and another out on the bases for the Evergreens. So that's something bad. Wyatt Miles will get credit for what was going to be a sacrifice and instead is a bunt hit. Preston Miller, though, is thrown out. Third baseman to catcher overrunning the bag. Now, good base running for Soppy, who when he saw that there was going to be a rundown, made sure that he got all the way over to third base. So here's Chris Wiesman with runners on first and third. So yeah, Two good things, one bad thing on that play, and the Evergreens have not scored and made another out on the bases. So now it is one out, 
and runners at first and third for Chris Wiesman. Wiesman has popped out both times. In fact, he is the only Evergreen who has not been on base yet today. Coming home here, that's inside for a ball. And you know, the Evergreens up 5 nothing with Nate Langbin looking so good may already have what they need. So Walsall East really can't fall further behind here. I mean, this game suddenly looks out of control if the Evergreens tack on two, three runs, and there's still nobody. There's one out here in the top of the fourth. That one's fouled off. One ball and one strike. And Wiesman popped out to center and popped out to right. Either one of those in this situation would allow the runner to tag from third. We'll get the Evergreens another run. So Wiesman's looking to put this ball in play any way he can. Five runs on six hits for the Evergreens, and that's up high. Two balls and one strike. Wyatt Miles, the runner at first base, is probably not a big threat to steal here, which means I'm not sure if some kind of double steal is in order here. Probably not. You're probably looking for Wiesman to drive something in. He's ahead in the count 2-1, and the pitch is down low. Good stop there from Eli Poggle. Three balls and one strike. Poggle the catcher, pass ball, two wild pitches from Lane Edis. And three balls and one strike for Wiesman. Looking for something to drive here. And it's Wiesman who asks for time just as Lane Yetis was coming set. Sun's high overhead. We've got at least another hour or so of daylight. Day's getting longer. Sun's not going to set one till 7.45, closer to 8 o'clock tonight. 3-1 pitch popped up, foul territory. It is over and into the bleachers. Three balls, two strikes. I mean, here we are. We're just getting the baseball season underway, and it's, what, two and a half weeks later than it should be. You know, in my years doing the games, I was going to say it was probably 50-50 that the season starts on time. It's actually a little bit less than that. Throw over to first, runner is back. Meanwhile, Wiesman is waiting for a 3-2 pitch with one out. Yeah, it's been less than 50-50 that we've gotten the baseball season started on time. And, you know, some years you play for a week and then a snowstorm comes and then you're shut down for a week and a half or two. 3-2 pitch, golf's at a low pitch, and it's fouled off over the east dugout down the first base side. So we'll do 3-2 again. This is becoming a quality at-bat for Wiesman, too. He's working lane Yetis. Hanging in there, he's going to see a seventh pitch in this sequence. With Nate Langman waiting on deck. Coming home at 3-2 again, off speed, up high, and the bases are full of evergreens. Chris Wiesman has walked. Kyler Soppy is at third, Wyatt Miles is at second, and Chris Wiesman, who just worked out that walk, is down at first. Well, here's Nate Langman. Langman could... Blow a hole in this game right now with a hit. And before the first pitch to Nate Langman, a visit to the mound. John Winter is Walsaw East's new varsity coach. I mean, probably for Lane Yetis. I mean, is this the end of the line for Yetis right here? It probably is if he gives up a hit to Langman. 
We're waiting to see if the baseball is going to somebody new or if they're staying with Lane Yetis here. I see this year that the Everest batters have all picked walk-up music. I'm going to keep an open mind about walk-up music. And there will indeed be a pitching change for Walsall East. This will be a straight switch. Noah Stroming, the shortstop, will come on to pitch. And Lane Yetis, who had been pitching, is going to go over to shortstop. So Stroming is going to take his warm-up pitches as the Evergreens get through the starter and now get into the Walsall East bullpen. Of course, this is just the hardest spot to come into. Bases are loaded, so you've got to throw strikes, and you're throwing to the Everest cleanup hitter Nate Langbin, and Nate's going to hit a lot this year too. So this is pretty tough duty for Noah Stroming. He's a senior, and he will come on in relief of Lane Yetis. Yetis works three and one-third innings. We cannot give you his pitching line yet because he is responsible for all three of the base runners that are going to be inherited by Noah Stroming. And of course, what is Noah Stroming trying for here? Boy, East needs a double play like the desert needs rain. New Stroming is completing his warm-up pitches, and we're ready to go to Nate Langbin. You know what? I'm just looking at Nate as he gets ready to step in. Nate has grown from freshman year to sophomore year. He, he, he's taller. He, he, he's a, a more put-together kid than I remember him freshman year. Yeah, Nate Langbin looks like he's filled out. He's broader in the shoulders. And he is taller, no question about that. He hits with the bases loaded. First offering from Noah Stroming. Coming home, inside, almost hit him. Nate Langbin turned away, could have gotten an RBI the hard way. And Brock Babish waits his turn on deck. And Brock's been swinging a good bat early in the season. 1-0 pitch to Langbin, bounced off the plate, and foul. It's a ball and a strike. I'm not sure if Stroming is the pitcher that East had in mind for Thursday's game. They may have to use him here. East has a transfer student who wasn't with them from last year. I think a homeschooled kid who may be pitching later on. Swing, popped up, foul. A ball and two strikes. Stroming sure could help himself with a strikeout. East plays in at the corners. First and third are even with the bag. Shortstop and second are at double play depth. So a sharply hit ball to the first baseman or third baseman. The play's going to be at home. 1-2 pitch. And there's a ground ball to second. They get the force there. And there's the double play that Wausau East needed. 4-6-3 double play for the Lumberjacks. And the Evergreens load the bases, make an out on the bases, and then a double play, and do not score in the fourth inning. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. It is still D.C. Everest 5, Wausau East nothing.
This is Everest Baseball on 93.9thegame.com. No runs, one hit, no errors, two left. Again, three and a half, T-Service five. Wasis there. Bottom of the fourth inning is on. Wausau East pitchers have turned the Evergreens away in the top of the third and the top of the fourth. But yet East has played from behind all afternoon, gave up four runs in the first inning, three hits and three walks. And Nate Langbin will face three, four, and five in the Wausau East batting order, J.T. Gorski, Lane Yedis, and Eli Poggle. By the way, Yetis, the starting pitcher for Walsall East, we can close the line on him. He works three and one-third innings, allowed five runs. All of them were earned. Six hits, walked four, struck out one, and a wild pitch, which cost him a run. Nate Langbin, seven strikeouts, one walk. And that walk is the only East base runner. East has yet to hit safely as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Gorski was a strikeout victim his first time up. I'm Chris Conley, glad to be speaking with you for Warsaw East D.C. Everest Baseball. I know we have some East fans to be listening in too. May your team have some luck after these first two games. Gorski takes strike one. Wind was calm when we started, just a light breeze blowing out to right field now. Swing and a miss. Gorski's way out in front of that. No balls, two strikes. You know, when you're facing an elite pitcher and you're not getting a lot of hits, I mean, in high school baseball, it's a seven-inning game. Some guys are only going to get two chances to hit against Nate Langman. 0-2 to Gorski. That's outside. A ball and two strikes. Well, at 0-2, the pitch is not supposed to be a strike. Got to be a little closer than that, though. Gorski was out for a moment. Now he's back in, waiting the 1-2 pitch from Langbin. Curve drops in on the inside corner, called strike three. Nate Langbin records his eighth Short strikeout. Lane and now here's Lane Yedis. Pitcher for the first three innings and now playing shortstop. Left-handed batter against the right-handed throwing Nate Langbin. Yedis also struck out his first time. Strike one. Again, with Nate Langbin's stuff, with the really good fastball and, and now being able to throw a second pitch for strikes two, I want to challenge every hitter. Don't want to be fancy here. Here it is. Ground ball back to the mound. Fielded on one hop by Langbin, easy play over to first base. You know, that is only, that's only the third ball that's been put in play by Walsaw East today. 
Yidis bounces out to the pitcher Langbin. Two outs. Here is Eli Poggle. Yeah, Nate Langbin started the game by striking out the first six Lumberjacks he faced. Poggle was one of them. Righty to righty. A little bit high. Ball one. Yeah, Walsall East just not able to get anything going against Nate Langbin. Strike. One ball, one strike. And again, I mean, for only the second game of the season, this is just a tough pitching matchup. I mean, you would think you'd have a better chance of doing something against Nate Langman if you're three or four games into your season, seeing some different types of pitchers. This one's popped up, foul territory. Cotter over to take a look, runs out of ground. It's up on the roof of the East dugout. Come back to a ball and two strikes. Walsall East last week was supposed to open up their conference schedule against Walsall West. Just like the Evergreens and Smash, rained out both days. Rain and thunder on Tuesday, so we were not playable then. Then we had some more snow for Thursday. One ball and two strikes. Langbin coming home to Poggle, and this is a ball that's hit to third baseman Wyatt Miles. Slings it across the diamond to Caden Kreitlow, and he's out. A three-up, three-down inning for Nate Langbin, who the Lumberjacks have still not hit safely against. We're going to the top of the fifth. D.C. Everest 5, Wausau East nothing. This is Everest East Baseball on 93.9thegame.com and everythingevergreens.com. Noah Stroming will be out to work the top of the fifth inning for Walsaw East. Stroming came on with the bases full of evergreens and got Nate Langbin to bounce into a double play. So he faced one batter, got two outs, and got the Lumberjacks out of a jam. Again, the evergreens did all of their damage early. And I don't know, I'd like to see some more hitting. One of the characteristics of a good team, you don't let your foot off the gas. Brock Babish is one for two. Line drive single, score to run. Ready to come up here. As Stroming completes his warm-up pitches. And his last pitch bounces off the catcher's mitt, rolls back to the screen. So the catcher gets a ball from the umpire to throw it on down. Five runs, six hits, and no errors for the Evergreens. Walsaw East, no runs, no hits, and the Lumberjacks did commit an error, but it did not figure in the scoring. Here's Brock Babish. Looking forward to seeing Brock pitch. Brock was the winning pitcher back in the Adams Friendship game you know, forever ago, back on April 1st. Wishing him a successful senior year. 
First ball swinging a grounder to second base. Colton Abraham throws out Brock Babish, who's one for three now. Here's Mitch Danielski. Danielski hits safely in that four-run first inning. You know, again, if Lane Yedis, the Walsall East pitcher, got off to a better start in the first inning, this game would look a little different. I mean, still what's undeniable is that Nate Langbin is an elite pitcher and Walsall East can't do anything with him. But this would be a one- or a two-run game instead of 5 nothing right now. There's a strike to start off Mitch Danielski. Yeah, Noah Stroming seems to be more around the strike zone than Yedis. Coming home here, that's outside, a ball and a strike. Waiting on deck, two for two, Nick Cotter, who will look to keep the good times rolling, hopefully with somebody on base. And this ball is hit through the right side. Now it's a foul ball. Foul up the first baseline. You know, I'm looking out at Simon Field. We have put a lot of extra dirt around the pitcher's mound and around home plate. Maybe that's that diamond dry stuff. But home plate and the pitcher's mound has darker dirt, doesn't match the rest of the infield. Now, lying around here in the press box while we were waiting for the games last week that got, uh, got called out, here's a pitch strike three called Mitch Danielski has struck out. So Noah Stroming has retired all three of the batters that he's faced. Up here lying around in the press box is like the everything you need to know about maintaining a high school baseball field. It's a book that I think is put together by one of the companies that gives you baseball field supplies. Cotter takes ball one up high. I get the feeling that that's a Coach Greg Langbin book. I think Dave Langbin knows maintaining Simon Field just from memory over all these years. Come out here, you see Coach Langbin on the tractor. Swing and a miss for Nick Cotter, one ball and one strike. But, I mean, it's all kind of neat stuff. You know, the material for the warning track in the outfield is different than the material, say, that's in the infield. And it's a book that tells you why. For people, you know, if you want to geek out on baseball fields, we've got it. Pitches inside, two balls and one strike. Cotter is batting with two outs and nobody on. Wausau East looking for their first three up, three down inning. Coming home to Cotter, that's inside two. Three balls and a strike. Hayden Davidowski is scheduled to bat next. 3-1 pitch, Stroming to Cotter. Has the green light, fouls it back. Count goes full. A lot of full counts in this game, at least when the evergreens are up. Took a lot of work, I think, to get Simon Field ready. And you'll feel for early season conditions, pretty good shape. Three balls, two strikes, popped up on the infield. First baseman, just in fair territory, Evan Bridgewater makes the catch. And that is a three-up, three-down inning. Cotter flies out and will go to the bottom of the fifth. It is Wausau East 5, D.C. Evers nothing on 93-9 the game.
Welcome back to Simon Field, where Nate Langman is out to pitch the bottom of the fifth, and he's got a 3-0 lead. He'll face his opposing pitcher, Noah Stroming, then Oliver Traharski and Wyatt Style. So that is five, six, and seven in the Warsaw East batting order. And again, Nate Langbin cooking on a no-hitter here as we go to the bottom of the fifth. He's faced one over the minimum, the only base runner allowed a walk back in the third inning, and that runner did not advance beyond first base. So Walsall East has had very little to work with. East wears their red tops, white numerals, white pants. Evergreens today are wearing their black uniforms with the green numerals. Evergreens also have the green uniforms with the yellow numbers. I think the yellow, the tennis ball yellow uniforms that the Evergreens unveiled a few years ago, I don't think they've held up very well to the washing machine. I think a lot of the yellow is, is not that bright yellow. Swing and a miss for Noah Stroming. Start him off with strike one. And then the Evergreens, my favorite Everest look is the gray with the green numerals. Swing and a miss. Strike two. And I think of all the uniform combinations the Evergreens have, I think the gray is probably the oldest of the Everest uniforms. 0-2 pitch, and this is fouled off down the first base side. You know what, that, that's probably the best contact that a Walsall East player has had on, on Nate Langman all afternoon. Well fouled down the first baseline, 0-2 again to Noah Stroming. I mean, who are the kids that have a chance of getting hits against Langman? Probably Stroming. Poggle grounded out last time. This is grounded up the third baseline, and that is foul. Stroming was also a strikeout victim his first time up, 0 for 1. He's down on the count, 0-2. See what Nate Langbin and his battery mate Nick Cotter call up here. Breaking ball, maybe? Get the strikeout here? Langbin stepped out. And then Stroming stepped out. Then our home plate umpire stepped oh, All right. All three are back in here, and this is swing and a miss. Strike three. Went with the high heat, worked Noah Stroming up the ladder, and he struck out. Nine strikeouts for Nate Langbin. Oliver Jaharski to bat now. One out, nobody on. Langbin's leg kick coming home, swing and a miss. Yep, Oliver's way, way behind that. Yeah, as you get to the bottom parts of the Warsaw East batting order, I get it, your better hitters are up towards the top of the batting order. Just down below, a lot of these kids are just swinging late on the big fastball. Like right there, just tip that back into Nick Cotter's glove. And just like that, Oliver's behind in the count, no balls, two strikes. And Langbin looking for a quick fifth inning. 0-2 pitch. Grounded up the third baseline and foul. So wherever you find these podcasts, either at everythingevergreens.com or at 939thegame.com in the podcast section or at wsau.com, we'll have another podcast game on Thursday when the Lumberjacks and Evergreens play again here at Simon Field. Come out and see the boys play. 4.30. Going to be warmer. 50s. 
instead of the 40s that we have today. And then if you can't make the road trips, we'll be in Waupon. Strike three called on the outside corner. Chaharski is down after seeing just four pitches. That's the 10th strikeout for Nate Langman. We'll have an afternoon game on Friday and then two more games on Saturday. Again, you'll hear them all. Two outs and none on. Here's Wyatt Stahl. Stahl was the first Lumberjack to actually put a ball in play against Wyatt, against uh, Nate Langman. It was a ground out to the shortstop. I beg your pardon, it was a pop out to the shortstop. First pitch is a ball. Yeah, he was the first East player to make any kind of contact. That didn't come till the third inning. One ball, no strikes. Checked his swing, doesn't matter. That's a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. Wyatt Stiles, a lefty. And 0 for 1 today. Langbin's 1-1 pitch swing and a miss. Tipped that back into Cotter's glove. So now Nate Langbin bids to strike out the side for a third time this afternoon. 1-2 pitch coming and strike three call just froze Wyatt's style. Strikeout number 11 for Nate Langbin and a very quick fifth inning. Our score remains D.C. Everest 5, Wausau East nothing. This is Everest East Baseball on 93.9thegame.com.